0: Hey guys, what's up? This is coming to fruition. I'm Cindy.
1: Num Smiles.
0: And today we have a very special guest. Hi, <laughs> I'm Black Angel, or some people call me my Black Angel. But Angel is fine. Why do they call you my black angel? Are you an angel? Uh, That's just what I go by. A lot of people, some people call me MBA. Somebody call me black angel. But a lot of people just call me Angel. I answer to that. Now, are you an angel? Is my question. (laughs) <laughs> Not at all. <laughs> really? So one, I'm on another platform, and um, I stream. I stream. I live stream. Okay. And two of my little emojis are the angel and the little devil emoji. Really? <laughs> so I have them together. I said it's the juxtaposition by day and the angel, by night. Um, They're like
1: a nice balance.
0: Demon I'm by... <laughs> oh, angel by day, demon by night. Okay. <laughs> I like <laughs> it. I like it. All right uh, so I mean explain what you do if you could. Okay so um, basically like I guess the easiest thing to say is I currently am a one of three co-leads in a uh, black people of color group uh, known as Black Kingdom.
1: Um, Whoa. And-
0: as a result of my involvement in the group it's kind of uh wanted me to kind of resulted in me wanting to branch out and create my own like educational company for lack of a better term um to kind of like help newbies to the scene to the lifestyle especially people of color because I've noticed there's a lot of interest but not a lot of places where people can go to get information exactly exactly I agree with that
1: Okay. When you were introduced into the lifestyle, how long have you been involved? So when were you introduced, okay, so and how long you been involved?
0: I uh, people ask me that question all the time, and, and I my answers vary. So I was introduced into the lifestyle. I would say I've always been a lifestyle. For my sec- first sexual encounter, I feel yeah. like I was. It was BDSM kind of for point. your first time. Um, only because my very first time was outside. Like it was out door sex. And so <laughs> <laughs> I remember mean like movie. in a car outside or like outside in the open outside? It was outside in the open. Outside in the scared. open. Of, <laughs> like the blanket, kind of like a picnic type of thing. It was that kind of experience. You know, horny teenagers, you kind of like Yeah you're you gonna you
1: try to do
0: some some privacy. Um, outside is not very private, but we were like in this like grassy area. Um, right. So, yeah, <laughs> it worked for us. So, I would say from the very, my very first time I was an exhibitionist, like I liked. Right. Um, public things public sex public stuff like that and I still stick with that to this day I kind of gravitate towards that um and but I guess more in depth so those are the kind of things my boyfriend at the time who became my husband um was the person I lost my virginity to and that was what we did together we did a lot of public sex um so I tell the story um about we went to San Francisco and uh it's like next to Alcatraz, it's like this prison. And it's closed down, it's now a museum. and So I talk about this experience where I, my husband and I, who was my boyfriend at the time, we were going through on a self-guided tour. And there was a part where it was kind of like right before closing and they were about to close. And Uh we kind of broke away from everyone else. And we went Mm -hmm. to the solitary confinement (laughs) in the prison. (laughs) <laughs> in the prison nobody was coming but like the last people on the tour so it was like hey you gotta you know it, it was an experience was it so, a of, so did, did you get off I guess of being caught potentially is that what gets you off yes the, it the makes the you hold, more exciting rush, it's like an adrenaline. it mm-hmm. makes It's more exciting
1: more exhilarating yes yes so I was
0: 18 I was 18 when that happened
1: I do a lot of sneaky stuff like that too but I went, I'm too scared to do stuff like that now
0: I kind of am a little bit more um cautious so okay. to speak because um as a result of that like the the you know my husband and I eventually stared away from that and um he wasn't as into public sex anymore and so mm. I ended up. um to having these encounters with other individuals and things like that. Okay. And as a result of that, okay. um, I met a partner who was willing to explore with me. And it ended up resulting in me doing a lot of exploration with him. And that is when I lucked upon. Um, I would probably say that was around when I was 30. Okay. Um, and that is when I I guess officially became a part of the of the, the BDSM yeah. BDS. community. So
1: Wow. She so shocked yeah. on the, 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 the jail.
0: I am, because I'm just like, you know, you hear about exhibitionists. I don't want to be, you know, caught by the cops and, a, you know, potentially arrested. Well, you know,
1: you think she was 18, when you're younger, you don't more, you try a little more stuff because you ain't got nothing.
0: <laughs> but even at 18, I would have been terrified that cops could like. I have actually been caught several times. No! Oh I've actually been caught several times. Um, One time, I was caught by the cops um how do you get out of that huh how do you they didn't didn't catch they didn't see anything so if they don't catch you um I guess unclothed okay or they don't catch you with your I guess private areas showing then they can't really they can speculate that that's what you're doing but they have to actually physically catch you oh okay I see yeah so they can't they can assume that's what's happening but if they can't prove it there's really all they usually do is just tell you hey leave from this area or go somewhere else okay um the times i've been caught that's literally all that's ever happened is okay. they just say hey go somewhere else okay kind of. i bet
1: you love i guess
0: sex clubs then you can be as free as you want there and ex- you know exhibition you can view people people can see you i bet that's like your your work like your your jam Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it, it, it has its moments. It has its moments. Um. So yeah, it just, it kind of just depends. It's situational. I got to get a, fi- a feel for it or a vibe. I have to be yeah. in that mode in yeah. order to go there. So, and it depends on my partner and who, who I'm with. Because sometimes I have partners who are not into public sex or not into public things. Okay. And so I have to kind of try to honor their wishes okay. and kind of find a happy medium. Okay. Polyamorous, monogamous, or... I would say that I am poly, okay. um, I, I do engage with other partners. Um, at the present, I have a primary partner
1: okay. and I
0: do engage with other individuals. My primary partner right now is a swinger. Ooh. Um, I wouldn't classify myself as a swinger, but he is. Okay, so a swinger would be someone that, like a, a couple swap thing, or like, what is a swinger exactly? Um, you can actually be a solo swinger you don't have to be really? um, with a partner you don't have to do any you can swing on your own it yeah How <laughs> but he actually swing. just engages with other people um okay. has sexual interactions with other people he's more fluid or more open to do that okay. um but for myself i wouldn't classify myself as a swinger i predominantly identify as an exhibitionist okay okay all right then get off topic I'm so sorry <laughs> we're, we're gonna ask a
1: question smiles I'm sorry I cut you off I think I had a question about the um sex club has thought about it because I experienced the sex club for the first time a couple months ago yeah. it was exciting yeah, but,
0: I was but
1: to that yeah I, it was exciting but I was I think it was we like a it was like the rooms because this is this place called Tokyo Vanny in Georgia I don't know if they all over but they mm-hmm. they have the cleanest sex floor I ever seen in my life everything yes. that be sold out that particular one they have everything right and on the back side you go down around this back side look like you're going through an alley and it's a sex mm-hmm. club and women get in for free usually that's
0: typically the case or the, the price is very minimal they want more women than men obviously
1: i see why because it's mostly men up in there <laughs> because when we went up in there they were following us and i'm like we was in a room doing whatever, and they was jiggling on the doorknob, and he was. I couldn't focus on what I was doing. I keep telling him like, this the jiggling of the doorknob is. I have very short attention span. Anything throws me off. The door is jiggling <laughs> and then jiggling. He's told me stop paying attention to the door. I'm like it's like like one of those little small little booths where it's like a TV where you can watch porn and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But when we come out, they're just looking at us, like, and then we move, it's like three floor. it's like four floors, and they following us over. I'm like, bro, I said they're Why y'all following
0: That's typically, uh I wouldn't say typically, but sometimes it can be that way because um a lot of their so to be an exhibitionist, which is what I identify as, you have to have voyeurs, which is the people who watch. And yes, so, yeah. you know, there are a lot of voyeurs, and there are a lot of newbies, and there are a lot of people who they want to see. They're curious. They want to know what's going well, on. I thought they was
1: doing. I thought they was doing a, um, the most with shake, shaking the door, like trying to get in. They, they was trying, and I'm like,
0: yeah,
1: I'm right I, and I came. out with a girl, a black girl, and two black dudes. I'm looking at them like like you know, just blew y'all just blew whatever high i was on got the sign made up in here with me and now jiggling the book
0: <laughs> right like that right there people have to and which is why I, I decided to do what i what i'm kind of trying to do which is be more educational with my approach to bdsm and kind of help out with people who are new to the lifestyle because that kind of stuff what you just described can happen if you have newbies or people who are not familiar with
1: consent i like the idea or, of being uh, watched but not to the point like you're right. being like it's like now you're being territorial because now you're trying to get in the door it's like you're, if we wanted y'all to watch we would have left the door open but we didn't <laughs>
0: Right. Exactly. Like there's codes and things like that. Um, it just, just depends on the club. Like, Not every club is good. Mm-hmm. Um, not every club is, you know, some are good, some are bad. It just it kind of just depends on who the people are that are promoting the party or promote or in charge of the club, like who the dungeon masters are. All those things um, factor in it, into everything. So if you have individuals and you have that experience, you, it's important for you to notify somebody, hey, this happened because
1: um, okay, i wasn't time. sure because the only thing he told me was like they can't touch you he said they touch you they're gonna get in trouble because they got police there they got right. security there they cannot touch you but i'm like there's the whole point like you see the door it's like why are you jiggling the door every couple of minutes yeah, Correct. Yeah, on my you're
0: only supposed to go in if the door is open, or if there's like some kind of like if there's there's different signs and things that people use, but if the door is open, that means you can come in. If the door is closed, then that means you're not supposed to be coming in. Like I've been to a sex club that had windows and curtains. Okay. And so there's different rooms and there's a door to get in, and then there's like the curtain part that it I would opens like that. To the window I would like that. Better. Look yeah yeah and so if the curtain is closed obviously we don't want you looking at us Mm -hmm. if the door is closed obviously we don't want you in there Mm -hmm. so that's kind of like that should be enough but for some people that's yeah So can voyeurs ever get involved with an app Uh, yes with consent with consent you have to be invited or you ask you just say hey can i participate and then it's up you wait for the other person to tell you yes or no so yeah voyeurs can become participants okay Okay, so how can someone be introduced into this lifestyle? Like, how can we get involved if we know nothing about it? Like, it's, what's the right way to be like, hey, you know, I'm, you know, int- I'm interested. How can I get into this lifestyle of VDS? Well, um, a lot of people do. Well, the way I found out about it, um, when I was about 30, I was looking around and I stumbled upon this site called FetLife, FetLife.com. Um, and so I logged on, made an account, it's free. And I went on there and I just started exploring. I started looking, I, I there's a location piece on there where it says you can find events and things in your area. Mm-hmm. Um, it could be parties, it could be seminars, it can be like educational events, all of those different things. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I just started exploring. I would go and start clicking on people to fave. Um, you can send them messages. There are some people who are good, you know, pretty decent on the site and they'll help you. And so you can find mentors, you can find people who are in the lifestyle, all those different things. Mm-hmm. um so but just like i i promote that life but it's just like the real world there are people who are you know like people that are undesirable that you do not wish to interact with and then there are some pretty big great people on there so it's just you have to just tread cautiously uh, with the people you involve yourself with so i guess but, a mentor like a mentor for what like to help you talk about um it sex, could be a mentor or- towards like you can approach if you see there's some people who put on their profile hey um like I know an individual in Chicago who he actually has on his profile that he's he's willing to help out with new people and 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 teach them more about the lifestyle and he actually hosts events in Chicago um they're called lunches and so at a lunch that's the term that's used um (laughs) you can go and it's, it's vanilla, which means there is, it's usually not kinky or sex involved. You can come dress regular and then you can meet people. Okay. Um, you want to try to go to things like that. Um, it's important to step from behind the computer screen and try to actually get out and meet people in real life in a safe environment. Okay. To form those connections and things. Okay. Correct. Okay. All right. Yeah. <laughs> so Let's that's sure. the best way. It's the go to stuff. It's the go to events, search out things in your area. Like I've even looked on Eventbrite. Um, Eventbrite and has up, things like that. I've looked on they Eventbrite do. and I put like BDSM uh events and stuff will pop up. But and so my thing it. is, would you want to search in your area if you didn't want people to know that you were into that? Could you look outside of your area? Would you advise yes. that? Okay. On Fed Light, you can't. Like, okay. I, like, predominantly, like, I live in Texas, but I don't necessarily play a lot in Texas. Like, in my city, um, at one point, I was going through a divorce, and I didn't want my lifestyle to be used against me in court, and yeah. so I decided for me that I wasn't going to play in my area. I was okay. going to branch out and go so to other places. Okay. So that's what I did. Okay.
1: Your favorite thing about what you do? Uh,
0: the education. the the educate like teaching people talking to people who are unfamiliar kind of giving them some um insight some input from my perspective i'm not the only person obviously there's no Uh, necessarily right or wrong way to do BDSM or be kinky Um, but just I like to be able to share my experience and and try to help other people find their way and find out what works for them in the lifestyle kind of help with their curiosity I do on my regular vanilla life and so that kind of stems into this life also I mean Mm -hmm. have you ever thought about being I guess maybe not saying sexologist but I guess I don't know my question never mind I don't know where I was thinking never mind I know like to be like a, yeah some people tell me that hey why don't you be a sex therapist or why don't you be a sex like I a mean, sex guide or a sex counselor yeah like someone <laughs> that gonna help couples you know they might who have made it straight away and this is how they get you know it's back together like something trying something new and like you know mm-hmm. educating them to this lifestyle so when they could possibly have fun you know I don't um I have thought about it but it's a huge commitment to, to be there for people and so that's something like I actually am my dissertation short of my PhD in psychology really and so I thought yes I've thought about doing it and people are like oh you you know you're so good with new people who are new to the lifestyle, and you kind of help them and you know how to guide them why don't you do that and um at this particular point i can't say never say never like i can't say i wouldn't but that's not something i'm looking to do right now
1: okay
0: okay but maybe, maybe,
1: <laughs> maybe in the future <laughs> because she's a psychology <laughs> major her face is like, oh God, i
0: mean i could see myself doing sex you know therapy but it's just my family i don't know how they would react to that but Anywho, and you
1: go let's keep it to yourself, and go underneath the middle (laughs) name.
0: There is a need, especially within the black community, there's a need really not a lot. Yeah, like kink for um that's why we have the group Black Kingdom is for people of color and we kind of define it as such to where there's this space for you know people of Caucasian descent and there isn't very much, it's very few of us where we have a safe place for to just talk about.
1: Right. Because, you know, it's very taboo in the Black community. Everything we can't do, you can't be too sexy, but you gotta be sexy. You gotta learn how to do this, but you can't do too much. It's like, you're in a box.
0: I mean, but not even about being Black. It's about, you know, being a woman as well. Because some people think, oh, you're a woman. You shouldn't be into that. Like, what are you? You're into that? Like, what? You're supposed to be, you know, dainty and, you know, vanilla. And they just, some Black men just can't fathom when a woman is freakier than he is. They're like, ooh, like, you're like that? You like that? I've got. nothing. a lot, and it's just like that's just you know, yeah. Well, I don't know about that, you know, I'm not used to that. And it's just you're seen as like this weirdo, and the man can't really handle that. And they're just like, you know, mm. it, it so why so, you gotta, it's crazy.
1: Then why you gotta um, start telling people, no, I start like, telling people, true. I say, I, I'm grown. <laughs> How did you get here? Okay,
0: <laughs> but not even right. that, it's just like just kinks because I I have kinks, and people are like, you're into that, and I'm like, yeah, and you just huh. you're looked, you're frowned upon. I feel like being a woman. Yeah, sometimes I I've encountered both. Um, some people like how sexually open and how sexually free I am. Yeah. Because it's it's rare. Like you yeah. said, you both said it's very rare to find a black woman who yes. is not sexually repressed, mm-hmm. who is open to try most things and be out there and open. Because right. it is. Yeah. Like Mal said, frowned upon in the black mm-hmm. community. You're not supposed to be that way. No, you're supposed, you know, I don't know what you're supposed to be anyway. Like, what are we supposed to be? I don't know. I feel like you, you should want someone who is, well, is down to try whatever to spice it Correct. up. But some they don't know. Nah. But speaking <laughs> of, I guess, kinks, what are your kinks? Do you have any? Um, I do like I said I identify as an exhibitionist I am okay. I took the BDSM test there's a, okay. a site like bdsmtest.org or yes, something it's like my that favorite <laughs> test and so <laughs> it'll tell you like based on questions um, it'll tell you. you can do like a quick one or you can do like an in-depth one it'll mm-hmm. tell you like what um percentage you are mm-hmm. these certain different mm-hmm. identifiers mm-hmm. um so my kinks at the present are I'm an exhibitionist I'm equal parts voyeur so I like to watch just as much as I like being watched okay. um I am also into like anal play um so I play with butt plugs um I like anal sex those different things I'm mm-hmm. into um consensual non-consent wait uh, anal is the option on there was it really it wasn't- Anal is an odd. Well, it's not an identifier, but it's my kink. It's something that I do. It's what I'm
1: It's not an identifier.
0: It's not something that people will be like, oh, I'm dominant. I'm submissive. I'm a little. It's not one of those, but it is a kink. I got it. Because I'm into exhibitionism, um, there are some people um there are some people um there are some I'm into like lingerie so I I have Ooh. like over 150 pieces of lingerie like I love lingerie I wear it I take pictures in lingerie all that stuff um and like public sex I guess are like some of the things but I've tried I'm very experimental and so I try a lot of I've tried a lot of stuff like fire play and electro play Yeah. Mention that explain to our people what fire play is I'm kind of into that now I, got, I think I want to try it <laughs> um, so basically it's just it's, it's when you use fire to kind of like in your singing or in your playing um so I met this individual um who does that and he does flogging which is impact play it's like taking these like I guess leather straps for mm-hmm. lack of a better term yeah. and he sets them on fire and uh, douses them with alcohol, which holds the fire, but it doesn't hold it to where it stays. The alcohol eventually dries out and the fire goes away. So that makes it somewhat safe, but you still have to be mindful of what you're doing. You have to know the person that's doing it is experience. Um, yeah. And so essentially he would set these little um, leather straps on fire and he would have you on like a cross that they call him a St. Andrew's cross. It's like an X.
1: and you just you
0: have like a flame retardant hood over your head to cover your hair so that doesn't get burned um he would have spotters people are you naked you can't be but you don't have to be um he would rather that you are because clothes can catch fire Mm. um so yeah the preference is for you to be naked because that's safe okay um to not have anything no jewelry no anything impeding the process because that can catch fire um but he would have you on the cross and he would just like set the little straps on fire and he, he would hit you with them like and so I've had that I've seen that done um and then I've experienced uh where he laid me on this like masseuse table and he used I think it was um he put that on my back he okay. set that on fire of course he's there watching to make sure that it doesn't get out of control yeah um and then eventually the the shaving cream evaporates yeah and you experience that kind of sensation so it's kind of I equate it to like a uh hot stone massage if you've ever had one that's what it felt like so are these straps uh flammable like are they not flammable but like are they I guess they can withstand flames I guess they're fireproof Correct. They're fireproof. Um there they have to be a special kind of. You can't just ah. set anything in from there. It has to be okay. special made for that kind of play. Um, but it is a form of impact play. And you mentioned electro. What now I've seen that and it looks crazy. I'm not sure if so I different into that. <laughs> Electroplay is like it's use of electricity like mm-hmm. it goes through your body courses mm-hmm. through your body and stuff like that mm-hmm. um so there's two different ways like they have a tens unit which is like you know the little electrodes they put on your chest when you're like doing ekg stuff like yeah that. they have yeah. that kind of thing that it'll emit electricity into your body and then it's like the leads go to something else a machine that has the electricity and you can set the temp like how much you want to go into your body and stuff. There's the Tijun, yeah. and then there's a violet wand. All right, go ahead, I'm sorry. There's a what wand? A, it's called a violet, like the color of violet wand. Yeah.
1: And it's that's like, kind
0: of similar. Is it like a wand, like a, it's a what's it called? Um, Hitachi, like that kind of wand, or like? It looks kind of, it can look like that. And it has like different, Um, you can put different attachments on there Um, that you can use to do some, certain things. Now, are they putting this, these electrodes like near your vagina or like just different parts of your body? Like, I guess where can you place these electrodes? Anywhere, like they can go anywhere. They can go. It can go on your vaginal area. It can go on your butt. It can go. It, it can go anywhere. Like, okay. And it depends on what the attachment is that you're using. Um, okay. Sometimes they have attachments where it's like a little, like it's like a little metal flogger, and they're made of metal. And it has these little like finger things on it. And you Ooh. attach it to the little violet wand. And you can put that across the body, kind of hit the body and it'll send little jolts of electricity. Now, have you had that? I've done that. I've done that with my current partner. We we yes. actually went to this dungeon um, and i had a, Yeah, we went to this dungeon <laughs> and there was someone there that had a tinge unit. And so I held, held this piece in my hand, mm-hmm. he laid on the table and literally, the electricity went through my body and I could touch him and it went to him. He could feel it.
1: Mm -hmm. So we both (laughs) That
0: look on your face, we both felt it. So I had a chance to do it to him and he had a chance. What? Yeah. So (laughs) does that turn you on to like feel this electricity? Like what does it do? he actually liked it he actually liked it like he, he often wonders he's like I wonder if I could achieve an orgasm because they actually have um pieces where um I have one like they have where it's called um sounding like where you can put yes a, I've heard of that you can put it inside the, the penis right The penis. You know, the yeah the penis oh, goodness. and you can have electricity going through that and there are some people who can have electrical stimulation to the point where they ejaculate <laughs> does he want to try that does he want to try it yeah a um, little i got this little thing that i got off amazon and it has these different electrodes there's a piece of it is there's these little straps that i could tie around his penis and it has these different settings and i press it and he gets a little jolt of like electricity we have tried that my question tried- is he can feel it what tell. do I search on Amazon for these <laughs> for these toys? Because am I putting oh. in electrodes for for dick? Like what am I <laughs> typing into search bar on Amazon? <laughs> like hey what What's she doing? <laughs> because I mean, what are you searching? Amazon has everything, but like seriously, what do you put in for? Um. Let so me it, see if I can find. Let me look at yeah. my history, my recent order. I don't have to put in like, you know, you have to put in, you know, butt plug. It's just really weird on some sites to find. It actually anything. has like a butt plug attachment too, where you could insert it. You can insert it in like really? your butt and the little. Yes, it has like these different pieces to it. Let me see if I can find my. Oh, it came with all of these pieces. Wow. came with all of these pieces. I'm this now. I gotta buy it. Um, I mean, thank you, uh, Black Angel. I have to uh, invest in this electrocuting
1: thing. Electrocuting.
0: I mean, I might electrocute myself. I'm hoping I don't if it's up too high. I just kind of want
1: to try it, you know. it's. You look a little little nervous. You got me scared.
0: I mean, I might. Yeah, I'm a little nervous, but like, I think I would want to just feel a sensation, you know, just a little, you know, a little zap here and there, a little zap zap. It might okay, be funny. I'm trying to remember when I purchased it, so okay. you know you have to go through your purchase history and see. Because you have to be creative with these things on Amazon. You got to type in, you know, like butt plug. They're like, you know, what is that? I typed an anal plug. They're like, what is that? You just it's just really weird what you'll pull up when you type in certain phrases on Amazon. They want to be. I think the Amazon can be really vanilla and give you really basic things and no but you can find some some of everything on amazon there's some of everything on here like i order like nipple piercings because i i'm of course pierced
1: okay and i have
0: tattoos Okay. and so i've ordered like all kind of stuff on here No, i bet the electrodes would be great on a piercing i guess they would make it um I you have to be cautious with that because you know okay. you gotta you gotta be safe which is kind of like what i was talking about before um making sure that there's two different philosophies within the BDSM lifestyle it started out with something called um SSC which is like safe sane and consensual Um, which basically is like anytime you engage in any kind of kinky stuff make sure that it's safe make sure that it's sane make sure that it's consensual you have the consent of all parties Mm -hmm. but then it was kind of like that developed or I guess evolved into a term called RAC which is risk aware consensual sex Mm -hmm. or risk aware consensual kink okay um and that basically is of the philosophy that there is no way to be safe and sane we're we're talking about kinky risky stuff like we're talking about setting people on fire how can you how is that safe your definition of safe and my definition of safe are two different things your definition of sane and my definition of sane could be two different things you could say this is perfectly sane and i can say that's insane and so they develop the risk aware saying be aware that this is risky. The things that you're engaging in, and that you're doing this at your own risk. Um, so that's kind of like those two schools of thought. Um, let's see. That's this how you know when you order so much stuff that you just like got to scroll through your little thing and see what it is. Okay, it's called. <laughs> I ordered so much stuff on here. Oh it's called, it's called electric anal plug and Ooh. penis. Write this down. Hold on now. Electric penis plug. Electric. Anal plug. Gotcha. And penis ring. It's a ring? Oh girl. What? For the, it's these little, it has these several different attachments. Um, some of them are like velcro straps, then they have the little plastic ones, and then they have the butt plugs and huge, and it all connects to this little unit, like a little, it's a mini tens unit kind of thing. And it sends this little electric. Shock. Okay. Ooh. Yeah. It goes in your. Wait. You said anal plug, right? So it can yeah. Right anal plug and penis ring. The company oh. is Green pine cone. Green. Okay. Now, have you had it in your? in, in your, you know. I have not tried it on me. I only have done it on him. Okay. <laughs> huh. huh. Okay. He not the anal part, the little electro parts. Okay. He's, it's not that kind of party for him. <laughs> yeah and I I've met men who that is their party and I love them so much right yeah. it actually is a it's a thing like I know a lot of women who are into that like into pegging oh um, I don't want to peg just let me put a finger in there so let me let me put a right. finger and I uh, but men are like what I had it one time and I, I feel like it unlocked a whole level of dick sucking for me mm-hmm. like it was amazing but finding a man who's into that is like finding gold in the middle of the street, they're just not into it. They think, oh, it makes me gay. I'm like, no, I'm a girl. I'm not a guy. Your G spot is in your ass. I'm trying to help you out. You know, it's just, I'm trying to help you out. They're like, no, no, you want to pay the nigga? No, I don't. Just want Well, to- that's like where the male G spot is. Like, yes, that's I where. Know. The male G-spot is. And actually, orgasms can be more powerful when you have that stimulation there and you're pressing that area. That Little peace spot. I try to tell men this, but they're just like, uh-oh, you lying. No. See, she said it, people, so it's true. There it is. Angel <laughs> <laughs> said it is true. <laughs> yeah, I bu- yes, you are an expert. I'm gonna, you are the expert today. Yes, if you said it, it's true. to tell <laughs> people, I was Oh, it just uh, it's it's annoying. So lingerie back to back. That. that can be a kink, I guess wanting to dress up and things yeah like you wanted to dress up and wear certain kinds of clothing some people like to dress up in leather some people like to dress like there's people individuals who will put their whole body in leather i um, know it looks people, so cool yeah they <laughs> like wearing straight jackets they like wearing like all kinds of different different okay. stuff i know somebody who likes to wrap himself in plastic i've seen wow. that on tv like uh what is it like saran wrap I right think i've seen that right and he, he does it to do like um he raps other people too and he does um, impact play, like uh rough body play is what they call it, where you kick and hit and, like I've seen oh. all kinds of stuff. I've seen, they had, there was one time I went to this dungeon and we had just missed it. We got to the party late because my partner likes, he he he's on New York time. So my partner thinks coming to the party late is cool and I want to get there for stuff. So we went to this party late and we missed an abduction scene. They had abducted this chick and they took her and they tied her up and they were like hitting her and doing all this stuff. And she consented to this. But it was throughout the dungeon. And I'm like, we missed it. <laughs> Girl, what? <laughs> you lost me at kick. Some people are into that. They want to be, yeah, they want to be, I, I don't want to say abuse because it's consensual. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Like, it's
0: not abuse if you're consenting and that's right. what you do. But some people are um, masochists they like
1: pain
0: mm. but you gonna kick me dog now I know some some men I said they're <laughs> black or not they might be white um I've I've seen these people enjoy like is it like ball busting like they like they want they want their balls stepped on or something and I'm just like what can you actually pop a ball by stepping on it um there is like I said there is risk there are risks associated with anything that you're doing. But again, these people are asking for this and the term yeah. for that is CBT. It's cockball torture. So ah, yes, these are people, I've even had people on, someone on Life sent me an inbox and he was going to fly me out so I could step on his balls in stilettos. That is what he wanted <laughs> <from me. laughs> But how do you know you like that? Like, what in the hell? So, okay, my next question is, do they want the, the heel parts on their ball or like just the actual shoe part? What part of the shoe is on the ball that they want? Um, Usually it's the heel, like not the heel, the, the foot part. Like,
1: oh, the, I'm, I'm thinking the heel part.
0: Because I'm, like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, they're going to pop that. like, you're going to pop it with the heel. Like, shit, you're going to like. <laughs> the little, what's the little stuff's going to come out? Yeah. It's going to like, ooh, yeah, you, gotta, you Like legit, you're going to pop these pants. <laughs> It's just nerves or whatever that are in it's like a bundle of nerves. <laughs> it's I don't think there's anything like liquidy or Like that. I didn't know. I just I just assumed it might you know something might ooze out like you know pus like you know it it deflates like like a balloon. I had no idea.
1: Well, since we're on this topic of like heart limits and stuff, what are your heart limits?
0: <laughs> um. I haven't really discovered very, I have some, oh. soft limits, but not a lot of like hard, like bestiality, of course, there's the standards, like bestiality, of course. So, of yeah. course. Um, anything with children, um, right. anything for me, anything with blood. There are some people who will do stuff with blood. Ooh. Um, and then like, I guess even that would be a soft limit. Cause then of course, if you have your cycle and it's the that time of the month, there are some people who will play like that. So that's a mm. form of blood. Um, but I haven't really discovered, like there's even scat play. Um, I want, I'm not into all types of scat play, which is playing with feces. Um, but I do know individuals who that is their kink. And I've had conversations and discussions about what they would want to do with me with that. And it's very, like some people like for you to, um, defecate on them. Some yeah. people just want to see you defecate in the toilet and they watch. They like to oh, see Oh, I know that somebody who likes it. <laughs> right. So um I don't really, I haven't yet discovered very many, like, if any, heart limits. Everything is up to negotiation, I guess. Or really?
1: Okay. Okay. So when you say play
0: with, get you mean like physically touch it and like you're like ooh, like yeah there are some people who do body <laughs> know. Put it on their bodies um and the only thing is like i we have a saying um and i've heard it so many times it's called don't yuck anyone's young it yeah it's like it might not be your young it might not be for you but it is for someone and like in the BDSM community because it's so like shunned and a lot of people don't understand it. Yeah. Um, I don't want anyone to feel bad yeah. that they are into this yeah. just because I'm not. Yeah. So I guess since you're in this world, what's the wildest kink you've ever like heard of or like seen someone being into? Like the most outrageous kink you're like, wow, that exists. Like people like that. Um, I, I would say bloodletting for me is kind of a, like, I know someone, so I actually just finished and I, it's incomplete because of COVID and everything, Yeah. but I just finished, there is a mentors program. Um, you can go, it's like www.mentorsprogram.org or.com or something like that. And they, it's here in Texas. There is a group of individuals who've banded together and they decided to form this mentors program, um, to help, guide you through different areas of BDSM. So it's a year-long program. Throughout the course of the program, they give you personality tests. They talk about like how you get safely, how do you um, negotiate a scene, how do you advocate like self-advocacy, um, They get you uh, CPR and AED certified. You do dungeon monitor training. Um, So like I'm actually officially trained to be a dungeon monitor, which means I can look out for if something seems unsafe or this and that. So I've participated voluntarily in this year long program which was of course interrupted by COVID. A lot of my meetings with these individuals were done via Zoom, whereas it would have been in person. Um, And I would have had an opportunity to experience doing impact play safely doing um, bloodletting safely, doing all this blood play, all this stuff safely. Um, But back to your your question, one of my mentors in the program, she was into blood play, like needles. And she actually was a masochist, very heavy masochist. And she liked people to hit her with spiky stuff and draw blood. Literally Mark and Bruce and all of that. Um, So I've seen that. I've actually been to a dungeon and I watched... This individual get needles put into her body, like the little curvy ones, into her back. Mm. And then someone, a rigger, who's the person that does this rope, that ties oh. you with rope.
1: Oh, I've seen that before.
0: inserted rope into the little needles or little hooks and pulled her up and suspended her with she was suspended by hooks.
1: I've seen this so before. I, it's kind of uh, neat though, minus the blood part. Right, that's the blood part. They're being suspended by their own skin, so it's like their body weight.
0: Yeah, numb. They're just like having needles legit just stuck inside their body. There's like no numbing cream. There's just like sticking. Oh, Oh, okay. No, I'm not an advocate of numbing anything i feel like you need to feel the pain um like with anal sex people that are into anal because that is one of my kinks um i tell people not to use anal or any kind of numbing agent because you need to know if it doesn't feel right like you need to know if it's hurting or if there's tearing or anything like that and numbing cream will take that sensation away you still kind of feel it but you want to be cognizant and aware of what's happening to your body like there are times when you'll enter um there's a term called subspace where just like with the needles and stuff like smiles describe you get these endorphins into your body and it makes you be euphoric like you're kind of almost like a high feeling and so when some people engage in certain types of play that sensation or that feeling will take over and so that's probably what happened with that person is if that was their kink and that's what they're into the endorphins it's just like getting a tattoo yeah it'll fight through your body and then you'll it'll be a pleasurable sensation as opposed to one of pain but
1: I guess at what point are you like, okay, I'll try needles, and like when do you be like, oh, I like this? Just what? <laughs> it could be. Remember, it could be, it could be conversation it could, you have to be like something that had probably happened good. for them to get stuck. Like they could have got a shot, and it was like, oh, they kind of feel good, or maybe they stepped on a needle. You, <laughs> know really? you never know. No, I said like a shot, shot, like a you get your shots and stuff. I'm saying you never know because a lot of people I talk to. It takes one thing to trigger trigger other something. like, hmm, let me see if I do this. And what's going to happen? And tricks. Don't know.
0: <laughs> I agree. I totally, I think that there is something to that. And I asked that question of well, like several of my mentors during this program. Like, I think that you're, like, I think the reason why I'm an exhibitionist is because of my first sexual experience. Like, it was public. And so I really feel like that molded and created who I am in the lifestyle today. I think that people have these experiences that are linked to something that they, that has happened to them mm-hmm. and they create this bond or association and they associate that with a pleasurable feeling or something they want to experience. Mm-hmm. Some people do certain things just cause they wanna push their limits and they wanna see what they can and can't handle. Um, I do a lot of, I explore, like I'm very experimental. Okay. Um, that is actually one of my other identifiers um, so I will, ex- I'll try anything. Like I, if, especially if it's something I've never done before. Okay, huh. I, okay, I guess, with, now with anal sex, uh, how do you ease into that, to where you like enjoy? Cause some of my friends told me they have come from that and I'm just like, how, how? I come from it. Because really, the- really? I come, I come from, I come harder from anal sex than I do from vaginal. <laughs> Not on that level. I've done it twice, and I was like, "Yeah, you know, this is not for me." So, are you being stimulated like vaginally as you engage in? Yes, you you can. It depends, but that sheet that separates your anal cavity and your vaginal cavity is very thin, and so you do get some sensation on your G spot when you are when. But a lot of people can't get relaxed enough to get past the Mm. pain aspect of it, Mm -hmm. Um, so that's all they feel as opposed to once you get past that and you get used to it, it can actually, for me, it's pleasurable. I actually enjoy it. So is it better but again, be- i don't do it with everybody. Ah, okay. Is it better to have a small penis or like just a big one to like help you, I guess, make it feel more comfortable? Um, It depends right. on the person. There is no right or wrong way. Like it just depends on the person. Some people use butt plugs to train, do anal training and they'll oh, yeah. start with a small, like there's, they have sex where it's graduated. Um, Like at this particular point, I have this butt plug. It's an enjoy butt plug and it weighs, gosh, I think like three pounds. Huh? It weighs like three pounds (laughs) and that is the only butt plug I can wear. I can't wear, that's it. I can't wear anything else. Like it has to be a bigger butt plug. It can't be a smaller. Three pounds uh, missing. I actually enjoy it. Like I actually enjoy yeah my partner like um, I'm in a long distance relationship at present and like I'll go visit him and he'll be like put that butt plug in and I have to wear it like I'm wearing it on the plane like I put it in after I get past security in the airport and stuff like that and I wear it until I get to my destination. So, Are you a submissive at any chance at any time are you a submissive or are you done you know do not do that? I would say I'm predominantly I'm mostly submissive but I do switch depending on my partner oh. I switch so I do I will play a dominant role at times but I'm more submissive than I'm dominant okay same I just how can a woman be dominant like I think of like someone beating the guy I don't know that wrong it doesn't always have to be that way it's just like taking like taking control and being aggressive and and kind of like because women are taught or like I guess there's that whole um societal norm of women are supposed to be submissive and women are supposed to be the ones taking directions and things like that and so it can be very empowering when you encounter a man who wants to give up that control and they want to give it to you and so some women enjoy that um, and they will gravitate towards that. I am dominant in my everyday life, like in what I do for a living and things like that. And so I enjoy being submissive. Um, my sex, I, Sexually, I prefer submission um, because I find pleasure in giving, like pleasure in doing what I'm being told or to do because I normally wouldn't in my everyday life. Um, but if I am dominant with someone, it is not sexually pleasurable for me I okay. get my pleasure from pleasing you because that's what you want for me okay. okay so I'll do it because it's and then I get my pleasure that way
1: ah, okay I do notice that that when people the switching because I notice that people tend to be the opposite of what they are in their regular life when it comes to being sexually because I'm very I'm very controlling in everyday life but mm-hmm. when I'm being sexual I prefer to be submissive Cause I'm like, I do, I'm, I'm I'm in control of everything 24 seven. I don't want to do that. (laughs) I'm trying to have fun.
0: Right. A lot of people are, a lot of people are a lot of, I wouldn't even necessarily a lot of women, but most women are submissive. Um, But there are quite a few women who are, who like that dominant role. They like to be a dominatrix and they like giving directions and they like having people follow them.
1: (laughs) I know those men do that too. Cause the, the people, like when I went to the sex club. And I didn't know, because the sex club, you'd be seeing a lot of CEOs in there. People who always got control. They're not like that.
0: <laughs> there are a lot of men, um, I've discovered a lot of men are secretly submissive. Like they want to be dominated. And it's very difficult to find a woman who will take on that role and give them what they want. Which is why dominatrixes do so well sometimes because there's not a lot of people who are able to do that and do it well. Do it well. Like, what do you mean, do it well? Basically, give them what to the, give people what they want. Like, get out of their head enough to be able to take control. Because, like, if you're so used to being submissive and you've never been in that role, yeah, to tell a man what to do, it's yeah. very hard to do that and get out of that space. Yeah. So, in this lifestyle, you have to be very in tune to yourself, yeah, and what gives you pleasure and what doesn't. You have to know yourself. Yeah, if you don't, then that leads to you getting taken advantage of. You have things happen to you that shouldn't be happening because you can't, you can't advocate for yourself. You can't, you don't, you don't speak up. And so it's very important that you know what you like and don't like, what makes you feel good and what does be able to vocalize that. Okay. You said there's, so there's a monitor in, I guess when you go to these clubs there's a monitor there to kind of, you know, make sure everything is going smoothly the way it should go. You said that, okay, I didn't know that.
1: Oh, you didn't know that? No, yes, people. It's people walking around, it's people going around cleaning up. It's secure, yeah. You, you, that's yeah. a lot of doing because you're still in a space like any other place you go to, they have to make sure everybody's safe, right?
0: <laughs> like, they just let you have no
1: free
0: for all up in the club. You can't do no. what you do. I mean, I didn't
1: know. I thought, you know, hey, yeah, you know, they'll you know yeah. it, go, you know, they'll get shut down like that because they'll be like, oh, don't go here, it's not safe, they don't care about your well being.
0: Gotcha that makes sense okay I don't know why I thought it was just this free place just go and have fun guys it's fine <laughs> you know as a
1: human being people take it you're giving them an inch they're going not take them out you can't do that. <laughs>
0: right you're right right okay so how does one establish you know establish like what you I guess your limits is it a conversation that you have like how do you establish these boundaries essentially most things start with the conversation um like depending on what realm you're in so like i this is where my notes come in so like one of the things you have to do when it comes to setting boundaries is you have to talk about it like you have to you have to talk you have to say right away like say this is what i'm into or this is a boundary for me or this is a limit or this is whatever like right. you have to have that kind of discussion and you have to negotiate this is what i will do this is what i won't. Well, that's the the second step is like negotiation. Like you do this yes, no, maybe type of thing. Um, there is a caveat that in the lifestyle there's different checklists. I've seen varying degrees of them. And they have like all kinds of stuff on there. So there's a checklist that exists. Um, you could just do like BDSM checklists or BDSM kinks or you can search for that and it'll show you like it'll have a lot of stuff on there. It'll say like anal play. Yes, no, maybe. Um, and then sometimes, like if you're negotiating, like an uh, individual, like if you're looking for a dominant or someone to like, for you to be submissive to, they'll give you this checklist, and you'll they'll look at it. Sometimes it doesn't always happen, but it is it's something that's there, and it has every single kink on there, a thing that you could possibly think of that you may be into, and it'll be a checklist: yes, no, maybe I might do this; yes, no, maybe; yes, no, maybe; yes, no, maybe. And you can kind of for your own self do it for you yeah. and say, hey, I'm interested in this, or. What is this? Yeah. So there's this website called Kinkly, K-I-N-K-L-Y.com. And you can go and search for a lot of these BDSM terms and be like, okay, well, what is that? And that'll kind of help guide you through the process of knowing what I will or won't do. So when you're negotiating with your partner, you have to come up with K-I-N-K-L-Y. Okay. What I will or won't do. Okay. Then a part of that is like, with the boundaries, okay, you have your maybes and you have your no's. Like, there's a lot of people have no's where you know, I'm definitely not going to ever do that. Your maybes is where you practice or you explore. You practice, you say, Okay, this is a maybe, let's try it. And then once you try it, you're like, No, I don't like that. Bestly, or Yeah, I like that. Then it becomes a yes or a no. You don't have to do your maybes, you don't have to explore them if you don't want to. Mm-hmm. But that's kind of how you go about figuring out what your boundaries and what your limits and things are. And then making sure that you're explicit. Like you say exactly, this is what I did like about it. This is what I did not like about that. Mm. Like, that's how you help your partner kind of like navigate through this. And then, you know, you could do that in a, in a kind of like sexy, kiki way, or you could just be very direct. Mm-hmm. With how it happens mm-hmm. and then of course like the redirection the communication the positive reinforcement is important um if someone does something and you're exploring, you're in that exploring mode and you don't like it making sure that you're not man what, the, what are you doing i can't believe like you, you it's supposed to be a safe space so like yeah. making sure that you can communicate in a yeah, positive possible. comfortable, right not and be comfortable, comfortable doing God. that got it got it okay. so it's you have to practice those things and then but lastly, like, not tolerating disrespect. Like, if I tell you I didn't like that and you consistently do it, then that could be viewed as being disrespectful because you're not respecting my wishes. And in those, those situations, I would recommend don't ever stay. Like, if someone is disrespecting you or you're doing things that make you uncomfortable, you can say no and you can walk away. Like, I've learned that from my swinger partner who a lot of people think swinging is just this free-for-all. And that you can't say no, that if you go to this party, that means you wanted it and everyone's going to be having sex with it. It's not that way at all. You, your voice, you have power. There's power in your voice. You can say no um, and you can leave. You can walk away. You don't have to tolerate doing, just because you went to a swinger party doesn't mean I got to swing with you. I don't have to have sex with you. I can say no and I can walk away and and you're just going to have to deal with that. And don't ever make people feel bad because you don't like something that they like. If it's not for you, it's not for you.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Plain and simple. Okay, good answer. You just, you draw people in. I'm just mesmerized, like listening to you talk. <laughs> I'm trying to be cognizant to where I'm not taking over, where I'm not... No, like, oh, I love it, girl. Cause I'm just like, well, I'm being taught today. I feel like you're a teacher. I'm just like mesmerized, like go on, what else? What else is there? <laughs> you up teaching us stuff
1: that we don't even know about?
0: Right, I no idea. I mean, you blow my mind. I, I love it so much. Oh, Cause i've, had stuff. That
1: right, Cause I've had stuff like that happen to me people not listening to you to the point i'm like this ain't what because i felt violated oh. i'm like i just told you no and you're still trying to do it so you're kind of being kind of lazy now. so it's not being kind of you're doing too much you're not listening because you're thinking with the wrong head <laughs>
0: Uh, and that's what leads to this whole feeling of being like you're being taken advantage of like I have literally told someone no and got up and walked away in the middle of sex like no you're not listening like and people forget like you don't have to do it some people will go through with it and then they feel violated afterwards why say no what are you afraid of and then of course i know you can get in these situations where you're overpowered or whatever it is but you still if you're able to get away like why don't you try it why don't you do it yeah like nobody's telling you you have to stay there yeah 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 that's true
1: it's probably like a power thing you feel like you can't i I guess some people feel like they can't voice because i know in that situation i just got up. i got i'm about to go (laughs) right i'm not gonna do this
0: and don't never place yourself in that situation again. Say no because it, it, you've done this once. Who's so to say I don't go safely this time? How do I know the next time I meet with you that it's going to be the same? Result? Yeah, you might, like, be, so you might not, not even care, care
1: that time, you know. Like, oh, you might be playing games and they feel like they can just do whatever they want at that point. Now, I see why I'm on um, the, the chocolate dude I talk about all the time. Now, I see why he always asks me, Hey, can I do this? I'm like, Well, we, I'm, it's my two years now because can we stop? Actually, I tell you, do whatever you want because so that's my safe person. You can do whatever. Because we already established that relationship with each other. So you can do whatever you want to do with me. Because I know it's going to feel good. You with yeah, me. I don't to make sure. I just want to make sure. You might not be feeling shit. I understand. But I never tell him no. Because that's the one person I'm comfortable with.
0: Right. And that's what where I talked about I'm into the consensual non-consent. That's kind of like what you just described. Um, it's a situation like that. I've only ever had one partner where I've done that with. And it was literally like he knew he had the green light to pretty much like he could do whatever. Like we would even do abduction play and stuff like that where I would literally be walking out of some place. He had me GPS tracking and then he'd come and he'd pull up and he'd like get in the car. I'm taking you or whatever. And like we'd go. <laughs> oh, on my face. Oh, sorry. Sex or whatever or doing something so yeah your
1: face, your face like oh to do that with me i mean
0: like i'm just thinking of someone like putting a bag over your head and then like you know you come with me like is
1: that you not think, you thinking of that story you were listening to on black little that's what you think about this when that story when I she mean, signed up for it and she was in the park and he was he never tells you when he was coming he just all randomly I mean, abducted you like,
0: i mean yeah like someone like legit like putting you in a van and then like driving off like is that not it's different elements. It depends on how much ro- like there's a role play element to that too sometimes. It just depends on whatever you've negotiated with your partner. So this all this stuff was negotiated ahead of time. Like I agreed to be GPS track. I agreed for him to utilize it for what he need, you know? And so a part of that was I was never like I sometimes I would pull up on him too, be like, hey, I want you to whatever. But it was always like pre- it was pre-negotiated. It was never something that I didn't agree to.
1: Okay. So, now, were you
0: aware of the day he would do it, or you just like be randomly like, okay, it would be random. But he always oh, he girl, would know. When I was that would terrify go. me. <laughs> yeah, it was. It was. It was random. Yeah, like, that would terrify me. I'm like, oh shit, I'm going to be kidnapped today. Like it just <laughs> yeah, that would terrify me. Oh my god, I don't know if I could. I mean, it seems interesting if you trust the person, but my mind is like, well, maybe he, you know, the phone could have got lost, somebody else has his phone, somebody else is tracking me, and then somebody else pops up and it's not him, then I'm, then
1: I'll, you know, I'm taking for real. Like, I overthink. Well,
0: something. he would usually communicate with me beforehand. So like, he would know like, hey, if I'm at the movies, like okay. he knows, okay, you at you're this place. Sometimes like he would tell me go places. Like he'd be like, go, there was this adult store like that I would go to, like adult, like a porn shop or whatever. And people would be like, I guess it was like a cruising spot where people would like pick up people and stuff. Um, But I would go there like he'd be like, go to that place. And I'd go there and he'd be like, wait for me. And so I'm sitting there waiting. Like there's been times where he's like, get undressed in the car, like hang your panties on the side of the mirror, or hang them on the mirror, because that's a signal like that you're ready for sex or whatever to so these cruising people like they'll approach you because they see the signal. And so he would have he even had even in time. Unbeknownst um, <laughs> to me, he was even he was the person that was he was coming up there. He was like at a safe distance watching, making sure that I was okay, but he also knows like if I'm doing that, people might approach me. <laughs> like you know what I'm saying? And then he was like roll your windows down so that like it looks like you're ready to receive these offers or whatever. <laughs> like
1: Yo, where is this? Is this like a
0: known thing in the community? That if you take your panties off and put them on your car, that means you want something? What? It, I don't know if it's known. He knew it because, like, I don't know. He researched it or something. Like, and that partner was really good about researching. Jesus Christ. And so like if I like I told him I wanted to try bondage, like being tied up. But the <laughs> next thing I know, he's looking at these YouTube videos about how to tie rope and different things like that. And he got some rope and he was practicing the knots and doing all this other stuff so
1: that he can use it on me.
0: So he was really good about researching and trying to figure out how to do things safely. Girl,
1: yeah. I can put my panties on the door and somebody'll be like, You ready? Girl, what? <laughs> <laughs> you
0: <my right> like <laughs> Yeah. I wouldn't try it or anything, you know, you know, but I'm, I'm, I'm gonna Google it. I sure am. I'm, <laughs> I'm intrigued. What? Yeah, it's like hanging your paintings on like uh the rear view mirror, like the like the rear view. What? Yeah.
1: How does someone even look and see?
0: i don't i don't know he i don't know he just i don't know but <laughs> apparently I, I looked it up and i seen it pop up before that's like a, you know, or something like that <laughs> is this like a pdsm thing girl I, my lord okay there's like something there's all kind of stuff out there like you just you it, this the world is like just there's all kind of things happening right. <laughs> that we have no idea about no idea. that take place I lost my train of thought after that. All right. The, who, who's the question? Is it your question or is it
1: my question? Because I'm, I'm just. So, yeah. since we're talking about like secret communities that people know signals and stuff, how many members roughly make up a chapter and how can you join one?
0: Okay. So, I'm assuming you're talking about the group that I belong to Black History. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so we have different regions. Um, we have the Texas chapter. Um, there's a West Coast chapter. There is a South chapter, a Northeast chapter, a Midwest chapter, and then there's the DMP. So there's like six different chapters um, that you can join. And then we have um, other like kink specific groups like there's a sister's chat and there's a men's chat so only all the men in the group are in there and then the sister's chat all the women if you choose to be you don't have to be in there are in the sister's chat if you just want to talk to women or you just want to bit or whatever um then we have like there's uh the new kink on the block which is like uh we call it nko tv and that's basically for people kinky swingers um then we have like this group where if you just want to be like freaky it's called freak meek and you just, in there, just people, all kinds of people, they're just like exhibitionists and this different stuff. And then we have like this hub group where if you travel a lot and you're in different places and stuff like that, it's people from all within the group and this just holding this chat. And you can go in there, you can talk to anyone. It can be someone in Cali, somewhere, wherever. And so there's these different little groups. There's a submissive group. There's a group that's for people, BBWs and the people who love like big beautiful women and so if you're they called it fluffy Land, but they've changed the name since then Fluffy um, Land. it was
1: called she used to call me and the bigger dude she was like oh it's so fluffy
0: <laughs> but fluffy land just sounds so inviting <laughs> right so there's different little groups um so basically um we have a link on fat life if you go on fat life it's totally free to join you just look at Black Kingdom, uh, K-I-N-K-D-O-M, Black Kingdom. Um, it'll take you to our page. And on our page, there is a link that says, if you want to join, fill this form out. Um, and all it asks you for is like your email address, like your name and where you live. Um, with the K, K-I-N-K. Oh,
1: it changed it. I'm autocorrect.
0: It does that. But you just fill the little form out. One of our requirements is that you be vetted. Not anybody can just join off the street. Like we have to make sure um, that you're somebody that we want to learn let into this space. Okay. Um, and so we typically, once they get that information filled out, they will send you to the appropriate lead for the region where you live. Oh. And they'll, oh. They'll be able to be vetted, they'll uh, you'll be you'll so get a video chat or a call, like so, just like we're talking. Like you'll get a video chat, huh? Like interviewed. Yeah, it's like an interview. We will talk to you and we'll ask you why you want to be in the group. What are you looking for? What are you hoping to get out of this? Like, what do you, you know what I'm saying? Because we're related. There's all kinds of stuff that's shared. So you can either like just join the Life page and we will post events and different links. Like each of these different chapters have a page of their own. So Texas, which is where I reside, has a page and we post our events and things like that. Like in March, we're getting ready to do an event for uh, like a payment set. And it, can be kink or not like because we all know each other or most of us really do. so like so normal events on yeah there's no, we do normal stuff like we there's a lot of us um we've been in the i've been in the group um since its infancy um and it's transitioned that it used to be named something else and transitioned into black kingdom but i've been a part of this group for about i don't know three four years yeah. And um, we're, like, some of the people I've known, and we're friends, like, I've been to their houses, I've met with them, like, they know my real name, uh, where I live, like, all that stuff. Yeah. Uh, so it's, we're, like, some of us become friends, and we develop a connection. Um, So it depends on how far you want to take it. Like, some people choose not to be, we have chat rooms, chat groups, like I just explained on GroupMe. So... If that's something you want to engage in or be a part of, you just download the GroupMe app. After you're vetted, you can be put in there. But then there are some people who are just like, my life is too busy and I can't do all that, so they get their information from Life, where the pages. Eventually, we are going to try to segue into having a website where people can get information and things like that. Um, so yeah, that's pretty much how you join. You get vetted or interviewed by somebody um, in um, your region are there or chapter where you live. In this? are there dues that you have to pay like you know once you're a member you pay a. at this moment no okay um not to join is totally free to be a part of the group but there are certain events that we do like for our paint and sip coming up that we're promoting um we're going to get the link for where you can order your supplies and stuff from so if you want to participate you can order your supplies and come to this if you don't want to paint and you just want to sip you can do that so you don't have to buy anything you just come and sip um then it could be like bring your own bottle like we we haven't really decided we're still in planning stages but um a lot of people will bring a bottle of liquor and they'll contribute to where we're at and we'll all share or whatever the case may be um we are planning on doing it in a park because we can maintain social distancing because we still have to be mindful of the fact that we are in a whole pandemic um and kind of that kind of stuff so we kind of find workarounds so like, so where we can still kind of talk to each other. We do Zooms, we've had like Zoom watch parties where we view movies, um, like different stuff where we just, we, we had something called Friday Night Flames where we just get together and we just chat and we just talk about what's going on in our life and we share and we just do, yeah, we try to maintain the connection. And I think people people get, Not for me, um, we just assume that when you're in this world you're just strictly about sex, nothing outside of that. And the fact that you're saying you all are actually friends, it's like, wow, there is, you know, people form legit friendships and things from this right. world. Right. Right. Like I know there's several, like I, one of my colleagues, like we have kids around the same age. She has a son. I have a daughter and we literally have play dates. Like they play together. Like they've played together before <laughs> we have met one time, just, we wanted to go out. She wanted some ice cream. She's like, Hey, you want me to put some ice cream? And I'm like, yeah, let's go. kind of thing so it it can be whatever you want it to be you can be as involved as you want to be or you can be not as involved as you want to be obviously it's better when you make the connection to individuals who are like yeah um but we're not going to force anything on you this is a these places and these different little groups exist within our our community and we want to make it available to you um like it's a resource but we can't make you use it now i want to join fat life mm.
1: oh i did join when we talked to you before i, I joined i just <laughs> no, got to I find mean, a picture yeah i was like this is so interesting i need to know
0: <laughs> See, but like for me i don't want someone that i might work with to be like oh i saw you on bit, like, to
1: find the like, right picture because i don't want to put my real face because you never know but i you mean, never know who's yeah, there
0: it's like, funny you, you mention that because guess what in order for them to find you where are they they have to be there too so if someone from work found you, you kinky motherfucker too. You hip. like you, how you <laughs> yeah, They can't really you know, air you out
1: because you were like, well, I know your secret too, so.
0: <laughs> yeah. What you doing on here? Don't come talking to me about this. <laughs> so question, can you search outside of your state, outside of your city on, on FetLife? Yes, you can. You don't have to just like I look for different like if I'm going someplace, I'll look, hey, is there an event happening this weekend that we could go to or whatever? Like I go visit my partner and I party a lot where he lives. <laughs> um so yeah, we always we stay going stuff like over there when I go visit because it's the seat he lives in the um the DC. Maryland, Maryland. Oh, I know it's popping over there. It's a it's all oh, it's kind of popping. stuff. It's all kind of stuff going on. <laughs> it's kind of like New York, it's one of the same. I know New it. York is very the scene in New York is very big. Very big. There's always lots of stuff going on. Like, but you know, of course, there's COVID, we got to consider so the yeah. things aren't as impersoning as they used to be. Um, yeah. but you at least can make the connections and then, like I said, within our group. I've make connections and we have small intimate gatherings and we create our own fun like we know these people um you know we're, we're doing it safely and I feel comfortable as opposed to somebody that's outside that might just be coming up so those kind of things we do munches, like a paint and sip is something if y'all are here hey come out to the park if you feel comfortable and just paint and sip with us like this is what it's going to be do and Thank you for it's that. non-threatening we're in a we're in a right. public area right yeah no one's gonna do anything to you yeah,
1: Ooh, yeah. That sounds really i love painting okay. sipping that's my favorite thing to do to
0: <laughs> yeah yeah i think it's gonna be fun so that's what we're planning for for march so do you have an event every single month or just like every other month we try to um we try to have an event every single month if we can. Okay. Um okay. COVID, like I said, has made things difficult. Right. Um, because people are dealing with life. Like some people lost their jobs and so we banded it together to try to help and do things like that. Um so it just it varies. Um we usually in Texas because we're so large, but a lot of us are willing to travel. We have members in Houston and Dallas and Austin and San Antonio and then of course space throughout. And as long as we give enough advance notice, a lot of us, because we're so cool, um, it's a close knit group, will travel. And then we'll just stay at one of the other person's house or we'll get an Airbnb and say, hey, let's get an Airbnb and all chip in. Um, Sisterhood. I love this. Yeah. Like the sisterhood. I love that. Right, right. We do retreats. Like once upon a time, we did retreats. Where we would have like a, a big event where we would rent out a house and we go. Everyone would travel to a location yeah. and we just have a kinky kind of weekend. And it included vanilla activities and with, kinky with activities. each other or like a partner would come too. A, a partner can come too. Okay. Um. Uh. That partner can come too, but it would mostly be like within like with each other, like within my group. Um, there are several individuals who are partners. Like we have a husband and wife and we have like a boyfriend, girlfriend. Okay. And so they're in the group together and they participate together. Okay. Yeah. So how would you essentially tell your partner, Hey, you know, I guess introduce them. Let me see. What's the question that I have for that? Um, where is my question for that? That's not it. Hold on. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Um, you said that already. Um, I don't know where one going that question. Let's just keep that out. OK, uh, the next one, um, I'm going to skip that one. A lot of these, she said the answer to already, so I can't even.
1: <laughs> yeah, if if I do have a question. Go ahead. OK, so I know you mentioned uh, how you got to the B- BDSM world. Uh-huh. At any point, does stuff get incorporated from your everyday life into the role play? like say like if you're like y'all was aggravated with each other that day do that comes up in the role play later on sometimes
0: kind of like, like switches over
1: yeah and
0: i up, yeah like i think like i said my partner um like yeah if if yeah like if my partner like if I'm not mad at him or whatever he's like I know you're mad at me so I know I'm gonna get flogged kind of thing so yeah like (laughs) I'll be like yeah you gotta be punished kind of so it just it depends it's all up to you and the person that you're engaging with they can or it can't it just depends on what you've negotiated or what you've talked about ahead of time like I'm obviously not just gonna be like I'm a like I might say to him hey I'm gonna punish you because look what you did or this, I'm so angry with you, like this is what I'm gonna do to you kind of thing. Um, so yeah, it does sometimes seep in. This a, I love this. I'm, I'm so engaged. <laughs> you said- Yeah, to, it's uh, actually, actually walking? Walking into the lifestyle. Did you meet him like at an event? Your current partner? Um, I met him through the group. Yeah, through the group oh, I'm
1: like in. I, yeah. Look at this.
0: Yeah, join a group. Mm. Um yeah, it's likely you could meet. I know several people who have met their partner within the group. Really? Mhm. I know some people who've met, but a lot of people like some just come for the camaraderie, like just to be able to learn. Um some people like because we have different kinds of people within the group like so there's there's swingers and there's like just regular kinksters people who just sense the kinky stuff or just they just want to play or they just want you know it's there's a variety so it's just like the real world you have to you can meet somebody that you feel like you have a connection with and you could talk off the chat um and then you can see what else develops from that but you also have to be mindful of is this the right partner for me? Like, just because they're in this group doesn't mean that, hey, you're gonna be the partner for me. Yeah. That might not be the person for you, just like the real world. Yeah. Um, so that doesn't audit We can't say, hey, if they in this group, they good. Nah, you gotta figure out what works for you. Yeah. Because there's all kinds of people in there. Right. Ooh, ooh, okay. So how many members, I guess you would say in your chapter, is it like over a hundred I mean, everybody's vetted. So I imagine the number isn't that big right? It, and yeah. Okay. Uh, I would say probably in the Texas chapter, there's about maybe about 30 of us, 30. Oh God, that's so tiny. How right. Lots of people? right. Well, okay. People that are consistent. Like we've had members oh. come and grow, join or we have individuals who are not necessarily active in the chats, but if we say, Hey, we're having this event and they hear through word of mouth, they might come or show up or we might meet somewhere like hey this is happening let's all go and take a field trip and it's not an event sponsored by us we just all get together and then of course we can't it's not sponsored by us so we can't stop you from coming so I'll go to the event and I'll meet people that they were once upon a time in the group chats but they're not active anymore and they just happen to be there so I've met all kinds of people that are not in Black Kingdom Okay. um but they know they know who i am like on pet life i have like eight thousand friends and followers which some people think that's a lot it is um, you're popular <laughs> some people think that's a lot um so like if you start uh if you like join you could just yeah. look up like, like angel on my page will pop up um but yeah some <laughs> people think that's a lot i know people that have way more friends and followers um so It just, you meet all, I meet all kinds of people. I know all kinds of people. Um, Have you met people that, you know, from your everyday life in the kink world? I actually have not, surprisingly. I'm trying to think, have I ever met anybody that, no, I haven't. Not yet. I wonder, would that be awkward? Like, oh, hey girl, you know, how's work? Then you all transpire into like this, (laughs) the group chat. Like, yeah, girl, you know, I would (laughs) No, I have not physically, no, I've not actually met anybody that I know from my vanilla life like that. Now I stream on another platform. I do live streaming. Okay. And what's so weird is it's not kink related, but I, of course, like how transparent I am with you. I'm like that, um, on that, on that live streaming platform, but it's, it's censored it's not because you can't be as open because it'll right. result in you getting banned from the site yeah they ban people so, a lot it's not for it, <laughs> yeah it's not for that i've been banned like seven times because i've been banned I'm twice just, i just talk <laughs> and i'm just for being open
1: huh
0: you're banned for being open yeah like mm-hmm. i'm banned for you you're not supposed to, have to talk about sexual content like sexually based but if you're stuff, educating then why would that be a problem that's my thing it's-
1: like, I noticed I that if you got too
0: much. You. Huh? You did what? I, said, I noticed
1: they ban you a lot when you got too much traffic coming in your life. They start watching you. Cause I was in right. um DC, chocolate DC. Mm-hmm. I was in his life. he was doing like a strip show. He didn't get banned. I'm in the comment section putting dollar sign. Like I'm throwing imaginary money at him and I get banned for putting a dollar sign.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I got banned for showing my lingerie collection. And I wasn't, I didn't have it on, but I was just showing like, hey, I got, like I told somebody I have like, we're literally like 150 to like 200 piece of lingerie. And I was like, just to show you that I'm for real and I'm not just making shit up, like I have it in a big old bin and I was showing it and I got banned. It was sexual content, quote unquote. Where do you shop for your lingerie so I can write it down on my phone? Um, Different places, like (laughs) SpicyLingerie.com, Spicy lingerie? Spicy lingerie, lingerie, uh, Yandy, Heard of uh, I go to Fashion Nova, has lingerie. They have fa- uh, wait, they have lingerie now? Fashion Nova's been had lingerie. Yes. I also get workout clothes from Fashion Nova, too. um they have lingerie. What else? Oh, my Lord. What? I'm so vanilla to this now. What? I had no idea. I go to a place called Adam and Eve. They actually have I a store, like an actual they have legit store? Hmm. Adam and Eve has a store like a store you can go to it's not just like, online in Texas yeah where I live there's get one in of here I want to say there's one in Dallas I know there's some in Dallas there's two in Dallas because I have a friend that works at one um what yeah adult stores like if you go to adult like where you get your toys and stuff like that they yeah, but I didn't imagine that website being a legit store like a physical store so it's more my yeah. mind. Wow. I can actually go in there and walk in there. Like I have one of my favorite butt plugs came from that store. I had this this electric blue and black lingerie and I found an electric blue butt plug. And so I took pictures. I want to say it might be on my profile. Like I took pictures of blue butt plug and the lingerie on. On set life? Huh? Yeah. I'm an exhibitionist. So yeah, the pictures I have on. So I guess are you supposed to post revealing photos on Fet Life or can you just you, post regular? You can post whatever you want. And you won't give in for it. No. Oh. As long as it's not the the no-no stuff, like bestiality, obviously somebody's gonna report you. Yeah. Child stuff, somebody's gonna report you. You yeah. know what I'm saying? But like, yeah, like I have pictures where I'm totally naked. I have no clothes on. I have pictures where I'm engaged in intercourse. I have videos and stuff you like that. Videos, girl, what? Videos too. I have videos.
1: That's another one.
0: Another one. Of my keys is like making videos because somebody was like, "That's not a king. and I said, "But I actually make my own pornos. Like I make my own. I watch my own porn. It's almost like that's so. Like who does that?"
1: And I, I, don't say, think it's, I don't think it's strange, because I feel like if you're not with the person, you could be back in that mindset of the place you was in, because the, the Tumblr dude or whatever, he likes to hear me doing stuff for other people, and I refuse to record it, because I'll be scared, I'm like, what if I end up on the internet now, so I said, I sent the audio, and I sent him the audio, and he was like, ooh, that sounds good, <laughs> for videos." <laughs>
0: Yes, I do. I like my partner is a swinger and I've recorded him engaged with other people like I like to watch. I like to watch him have sex with other people. And so I'll record it and I will masturbate to the video. (laughs) It's like porn. Okay. I I just happen to know one of the performers. Well, I know the performers. So yeah. Yo, I can legit put my videos on FetLife. Life. Wow. You can, like I um, don't, like one of my things was I never showed my face. So th- I think that's probably why I got so many friends and followers because all people knew was my body. So I literally will go to dungeons um, nat- nationwide. Like it doesn't matter. Like I live in a city in Texas and I'll go to another city in Texas. I have literally walked into a dungeon and people are like, you're a black angel. They're like, oh, that's black angel. Yeah. <laughs> you like a celebrity so when that happens. If I cut it off of my pictures, it's mostly my body. Oh, so you are a legit celebrity. It's I, like, I want to say all of that, but some places some like, people know hey, who I, I, know I know you.
1: You're a celebrity.
0: <laughs> I feel like, oh, like I went to DC once to a party, and people were like, they knew who I was. They were like, "You're black Asian." <laughs> you are a legit celebrity, but I, but I know it's because of my tattoos. Like, I know it's because I have certain tattoos. And so if you look at it, some people will stalk my page. Like, they send me a message and tell me I stalked your page. And they know what my tattoos look like. They know what I look like. They stalked your page? Is that supposed to get you off or something? Or, like, you're supposed to be flattered so by it? I have, like, the weirdest messages. Like, I I think, like, some of the weird... That's another thing about that life. It's, like, you don't have to respond to those people. You can block them. Like, you know, but I, I... I will say this. I had someone message me, like the weirdest message I ever got is, "I want to." I'm gonna say this, this is kind of explicit. Okay. I want to gang rape you with strangers' cocks, and I was like, oh. "What the? What does
1: that even mean?" Like, <laughs> I was like, "That's that's." <laughs> and is that supposed to be a compliment?
0: Did you respond to, it or did you block them? I blocked him and it actually resulted in like one of my first writings on Fet Life was like the weirdest crap I've ever gotten for people. And I made this little posting about it. So is FetLife like Facebook? You can like friend people and like make posts and stuff? Wow. You can add people, like I can add people and they'll get a notification that they are a part of this picture that I've just posted. Yeah. Yeah. I might have to join this group now I'm just like thinking like oh it's a it's a very yeah it's a website there's all kinds of people and things on there now can you filter like you know hey I might want a dom can you like filter different kinks and stuff or like how can you filter on this app to find people that might be into what you're into Um, you can look in your area, like there's certain groups. Um, like I try to stay away from those, like because if you don't want anybody to know where you live, there's some people who want to remain anonymous,
1: yeah. Um,
0: and so there's different groups you can join. So, like, there's ones for Texas that are like Texas uh swingers, okay. And I'll go into the Texas swingers, and of course, people join because they're in Texas and they're a swinger, and I'll just look at the people that have joined, so it'll show a list of members, and I'll be like, okay, hey, let me click on this person's profile, let me read it, okay. They have it filled out or no they don't have it filled out because there's all kinds of people there are people who are just lurkers and nothing on their profiles filled out there are people who fill their whole profile out there's people who post pictures there are people who post no pictures there's people who make their pictures public there's people who have private pictures and you have to be friends in order to see it like all my pictures with my partner are friends only. so if you're public and you are not a friend with me then you won't see it yeah you know? okay why, why would someone want to lurk on this site to just get off to people? You yeah, think? It's a look. Yeah, it's like a, it's porn. It's like porn. Like, mm-hmm. okay, there's some people who post videos of just straight sex, sexual intercourse. So it's like a free OnlyFans, basically. No, you have to pay for the video portion. You have to pay. Yeah. What? It's donation based. It is. Um, oh. They don't know what to pay. You can use gift cards. Like I use a Starbucks gift card somebody gave me and it was like a $20 gift card. They got me like two months of like a member, like a rock could look at videos. What? So I have <laughs> to be like, hey, hey, Black Angel, I'm going to give you this Starbucks card to see your videos. Like, no, how- it's not specific. It's any videos on the site. So you get oh. access to anybody's videos. Okay.
1: Yeah.
0: yeah. It's just video access, but you can't look at videos if you're just a free member. But you can look at pictures. Pictures are free to everybody. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Okay. And you said
1: you joined Smiles. Did you add anything? I, I didn't get past the profile thing because I'm like, do you put? Your, I'm like, I don't want my face on there. So it's like I was confused how you because that's the picture got to be a certain size, and I was confused.
0: You don't have to put your face. Like I said, okay. I there I have put my face like after a couple of years i did put a picture of my face but then like i took it i take it down like i don't always keep it up there so like that's how some people like knew hey art you look like what i imagined or whatever yeah. but then i'll delete it or whatever but you don't have to put your face for years i never had i never showed okay. i just showed my body
1: love me having people who indirectly text me to say you don't have to say anything but i saw you on this website i'm like okay you didn't have to tell me you saw me because I saw you. I'm not going to text you and say, I saw you. <laughs> pretend life. like you see you. saw
0: you on life.
1: No, just in general. Like, it would be dating sites or whatever. they were like, you know, it's okay. You could swipe past me. I'm like, in my head, I'm thinking, I was going to swipe past you anyway, because I already dated you in real life. We're not together anymore. So I'm going to pretend like I don't see you. <laughs> right. You right. You.
0: Okay. Okay. So with your teaching, would you essentially travel to teach people in different groups? I guess to you know let them know about safe spaces. Or would you just, or would you just strictly teach you know in Texas? Um, it depends. Like I guess in my and when I eventually start yes. in its infancy, my focus is on Texas because there's not a lot of groups in Texas for Black people, and so I'm not going to just cater it for Black people, but um that is my focus, my target area. Okay. I feel like that should be in every... I know that there's not an Alabama... I'm an Alabama. I'm sure, I'm sure there's nothing here catered to Black people in kink. But I don't have an issue with doing events. Like I, a part of this element too is um, my partner, he used to be a party promoter. And so he used to throw events. Yeah. And so eventually I want to segue into that. I do have an investor who has different locations and venues that he doesn't mind letting me use to where I could throw events. I, they can be educational they can be parties they can be retreats it just depends like one of the venues that he has is a um it's a resort or like a cabin in the mountains in Tennessee really and yeah it's like it's a it's a huge place like the whole resort could be like he has access to it and I could literally advertise for an event and if you're willing to travel you can come and then I could have like Damn. a more i am yeah so i would have like little workshops and so there would be workshops during the day where i could have different presenters come and do whatever so you could sign up for what you wanted to go look at and get more information on yeah. and then at night there would be parties like actual where we could have stuff so that, that is what i would eventually want to get to I
1: don't don't like some fantasy I parties do.
0: it does mom
1: had one back in the day and to this day, they got the, they got the tape that they recorded on my recorder. And I said, please yeah. And when she, we from New Orleans. So this day, she say, I'm always known as the, the fantasy part that she threw for her birthday. They still talk about their fantasy party, And it happened like when I was in middle school. They put us out yeah. the house, made us move all the furniture, and then put <laughs> with the neighbor downstairs, son, put us in the same house. We just get them cutting up with the stripper and the fantasy lady. She come there with her toys and stuff like that, and they had a stripper and they they was cutting up. We could hear them. We could hear the noise from upstairs when we stayed at, into our neighbor's house with me. <laughs> our neighbor's house we was there with his son. it was cutting up the whole cutting up for hours. Like I texted out, like, can we come upstairs? Like we're partying. Oh, we. That sounds like right, fun. but that's typically how
0: it happens though. Like I planned a retreat once for the Texas chapter, and we literally it was a member's house um i planned out we all got together and said okay what things can people eat what can y'all not eat um planned an event had a little itinerary was like this is where we're serving for breakfast who's volunteering to cook breakfast what are we cooking for breakfast who's what are we doing for lunch where are we going okay so we're having this for lunch that day dinner was always like volunteer someone in the group just said they're gonna make chicken wings this night and somebody said they're gonna barbecue this night yeah whatever it is so it's like a it was like a weekend thing we went to this person's house and I have discovered that when you get a lot of kinky people together, like there's very little you have to plan. We had this itinerary and it kind of just, the weekend took a life of its own. Like we had played Jenga, sexy Jenga or whatever. And so I had put these little like quotes and, or little things that you could do on the Jenga, this big Jenga board or like where you pulled a little thing out Yeah, and it had something on there that the person had to do so oh, it, like so much fun oh right so we had these different activities planned yeah. um to do and that weekend was like just so fun it just it was it was awesome the camaraderie and the relationship building and just like it was fun it was fun <laughs> I'm life, okay thank you and i'm <laughs> gonna find <me> a group <laughs> that sounds like so much fun you actually do things but covid right. damn covid just Talking about everything yeah like they recently i didn't go because i had some stuff going on in my life but my other two colleagues had did an event in houston recently <laughs> and i didn't go but the intervals that did go they talk about it and they're like remember when and remember this and oh man we were so fucked up and this happened and you
1: was know, good time like, when you like, to think about it it happened a long time ago y'all still be cracking up like <laughs> it's just
0: right like you just remember like you it's it, anything can happen
1: anything can happen so yeah she's like i got some research to do I mean,
0: because i feel like i didn't find my my kinky self sexually until i stopped having sex now that i want to have it again it's hard meeting people meeting guys who are like accepting of that right are so, oh, you like that oh uh uh-huh. And it's like you know, you know, I'm gonna be judged for like what I want to try, like what I you know might be into. And so, mm-hmm. yeah, it's just. And then the people who claim to be about that life are not about that life. When, you know, when you get them in person, they're
1: just like, yeah, All right. they, be, they be put on a show until. <laughs> yeah.
0: put on show until it's time to perform. They're like, oh, like yeah, I said that, but like you know, no, nah, I'm good. And it's like, but yeah, you don't like. That's why betting is so important. Like part of like okay, so I'm also a, a demisexual. And like basically, I have to have an emotional connection to my partner before I really engage with them. So I got to like get to know a person. Yeah. But like, it's
1: well, that sound like, like more for us because we got to have some type of feeling for them to yeah. really let loose.
0: <laughs> so like describe my partner as being a swinger. He can engage and pick up play. Um, like, of course, he's, a part of that is he's a sapiosexual too. So he's not just going to be having sex with people that like he don't have a mental, like he can't. The, mentally connect to them. Yeah. Um, but he can't engage in pick up play. Like he can meet you and just have sex with you. I typically won't do that. A lot of my partners are people I've known already or like that I've talked to before um, that I've had some kind of relationship that I've built outside of that. Pick up play for me, is very rare. Um, not saying it doesn't happen, it just depends on the, my mood, but majority of the time. So like one night hmm. stands, pick up play? Yeah, okay. I'm similar to that. Okay all these terms oh pick up play look. So, right look at, you, look at you trying to know <laughs> but yeah so it you know it's just important to kind of like I think talk to people before you engage with them but then there's sometimes like you can you can just engage with someone because it's not that serious and you just want to have sex and that's it yeah. like you don't really need to get to know them and if that's <laughs> for you then that's for you but then of course like the way I avoid like a lot of that, not saying I haven't bedded and still ended up where I'm like, oh, really? This right. we hear you know, right. all this stuff. I thought you was good and we ain't. Um, <laughs> but it's less of that when I actually take the time to get to know someone. And I ask questions. Like just because you say you went to anal stakes. Okay, what do you like about it? What, when, when's the last time you had anal? Okay, <laughs> how do you do it safely? Like I'd be asking questions. <laughs> Wait, you can do it safely? Get you know, say real? know like what they have you done this just one time? Or okay. this is this something to do? Do you like it? Right. Like,
1: Because I know men who just like to get, they like their butt ate. That's it. They don't want nothing in them. They're like, you right. can eat my ass, but I don't want to do nothing else. <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: I mean, yeah, so I ask those questions. Like, what are, you, what are you willing to do? What are you not willing to do? Mm-hmm. Um, but then you don't want to talk about it so much to where it becomes prescriptive. Like you doing some kind of checklist? Oh,
1: of,
0: yeah, yeah. Where you like, okay, that check, check, like that literally comes <laughs> not time cause you can't. There's no spontaneity to that. I feel
1: like I've done that before. She was talking about the checklist early, and I said, "Oh Lord, she's stirring up ideas in her." I mean. I-
0: I have a, a list of things I'm gonna be like, I, hey, I wanna try that. You into that? I mean, hey, thank
1: you. So right.
0: But there's nothing wrong with that. That mostly is for you. That's like prep work. That's <laughs> beforehand. I wouldn't recommend like sitting with somebody that you just met and be like, let's fill this checklist out together or do this <laughs> checklist. I, mean, like, no, some if, if like, I don't wanna up, I know. <laughs> I mean, if it comes up, like I don't wanna waste my time. If, you know if they're not into it then you know I don't want to get to know you like that because I mean I feel like right. some people have just hard limits and if you aren't open enough to like want to explore this I'm not gonna waste my time getting to know you so right and I and I when I live stream um I have individuals that come into my stream and they're like hey are you single and I'm like no I'm in an open relationship mm-hmm. an open long distance relationship and then they'll be like you know I'm like how you feel about that and they're like oh well I don't like sharing I said well then I'm not for you Right. Because you're going to share, right. and if that's not for you, right. then I'm not for you. Yeah, and it's okay. You just can't have me. <laughs> at least not all of me at this time. Right. You, we can talk. You can be cordial, but you're not. No, because you don't. You're not into what I'm into, and you already have an issue with it. So why would I engage in that? Like why would I engage you? Exactly, and that's why I bring it up so soon. I'm like, you know, hey, right. can you do this. Like, nope. All right. Well, thank you for your time. You know, next. Right. That's <laughs> Right. Like exactly. a good, uh, like it's, no, it's no point. You know, and that, like, it also is good to, like, there is, I think, one of the questions is, like, how do you respond when someone's not willing to cater to your kink? Yeah. It depends on the situation. Like, if it's somebody new that you don't really have a relationship or a rapport with, yeah. then it's okay to politely decline and say, hey, I don't want to do that. But if it's a partner who, you know, you can negotiate, you can okay. say, okay, well, this is what I like okay I understand you're not okay with that but maybe could we try this Mm -hmm. all right how do you feel about that and kind of having those conversations Mm -hmm. because you got to be able to compromise sometimes it can't always just be about you no do you think bribing would be okay like hey if we try this I might buy you you know this game you want like it 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 depends on if you're acceptable if you're agreeable to that because it's all about consent right like I don't, that kind of stuff becomes where it's like that gray area, right? That's not enjoyable either. This, this, it's pressuring. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So no to that. Okay. Okay. Well, this is- Yeah, like it's, I I just try to like in the lifestyle, I try to be respectful of people's wishes when it comes to play. Like we use the term play, whether it be sexual or non-sexual. And because I want people to be respectful of mine, and I wouldn't—I know I wouldn't like that if I'm like I clearly told you I don't like that, and you are trying to find a way to get me to engage in that with gotcha. you. I got you. So no depriving. Okay, I just had to ask. I wouldn't mm-hmm. do that. I just want to know maybe someone like you know, hey, you know, my love language is gifts. Like okay, well if I give you this gift, you might be able to do this. But okay. I'll be willing like i said i'm not saying don't approach that topic just know that you kind of like need to spread cautiously when it comes to that because that can be seen as trying to violate someone's concern Ah, gotcha 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 okay 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 this has been enlightening i've I've enjoyed this whole conversation like you (laughs) are amazing and whoo i've learned some things today
1: We appreciate you too. And I see why I didn't say no. I'm going to give you the hood version. You need to talk to Angel because she's going to give you the educator version of what I'm going to be say. Beautiful,
0: beautifully worded. Thing. I mean, it was great. Girl, you are going to be the best teacher when you come out of... The, man, I'd come to your seminar today if I could. To hear you. <laughs> I appreciate that feedback. I really do. Um, That helps guide me to know... Um, Like I said, I try to be mindful of like answering people's questions and not trying to overpower them. Like I want it to be an open space where people feel comfortable asking what they need to know. Like, that's always like in this lifestyle, that's like the best advice. You don't, if you don't understand or you don't know something or you have a question, ask the question there's, and if someone makes you feel bad for asking or wanting to know, Mm -hmm. then that's not someone you need to be engaging with, or there's probably going to be somebody else who is willing to do that for you. Okay. Okay, so I guess last thing, are there mentors in every, I guess, are there mentors in every, I guess, state on FetLife? So could I find a mentor in the state that I'm in, do you think, or? Well, so the mentor, it's not like a mentor section where this person oh, okay. is okay. signed up. So it's essentially, you develop these connections with individuals. Okay. Like I would say like that person I know in Chicago, if I really wanna know something or I have a question, I've developed a relationship or report. Like I got to know him to the point where I'm like, okay, he's well-versed in the lifestyle. Yes. I could ask. And
1: okay. the
0: group that I, kind of that mentorship program I went through, I met a lot of people and I know, like I can ask them that question because mm-hmm. we've developed that relationship. So you just have to find them. It's usually born of people that you develop a connection with or that you've met okay, um, where you can do that. But there's not a space where it says, Sign up for a mentor here. It's nothing ah, like that.
1: Okay. Well, I
0: assume there was. You <laughs> to hey, sign up. Hey, you joined here. Find your mentor. <laughs> okay.
1: Okay. Okay.
0: Well, okay. that's all the questions that I think I have. Do you have anything else? Smiles from Miss Black like Angel. Again, Miss Angel, we thank you so much for talking to us. You have been enlightening. It's been a beautiful conversation.